You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's take you around the league with a great friend of the program, DJ Shockley, the former Falcons quarterback. DJ, we appreciate you taking the time, and we know clearly the Cowboys were not the same up front missing Tyron Smith. But how could they not make any changes in play calling or formation? Because Adrian Claiborne looked like Deacon Jones with a half dozen sacks. <laughs> you you spot on, man. I, I think I counted maybe two or three times in the game where they tried to chip or uh, they, they tried to bring a receiver by the crack or, you know, just trying to get something to help him on the edge, and it just wasn't working. And, uh, and then they continued to try, to try to stretch the ball down the field, which forced, you know, Dak to hold on to the football a little bit longer. And it was just a culmination of not getting him some help, but also the guys on the back end doing a great job. Uh, hold it down. I, I did a breakdown on uh, com and it showed exactly what Dak is looking at down the field and they were in like a two-man coverage and nobody was open. And he was trying to improvise and eventually Adrian Claiborne got there. Well, when you can't get the help off the off the blind side, it's kind of hard for you to wait for anything to truly develop. Now answer this question for me uh, when you think about everything. Um, when watching this Falcons team's play, Okay, we, we know they have the deficiencies, and, and that was a great win yesterday. But how much are you truly buying that win when you had uh, Sean Lee, who was out on defense? Uh, you also had um, Tyron Smith, who's a pro bowler at the left tackle position. You had a guard, Chaz Green, going from guard to over to the tackle position. And you also had Ezekiel Elliott out of the game. How much are you drinking that Kool-Aid that this team can really play this type of football for the rest of the season? Or are you just saying that's one they got and let's just move forward and let's just wait to see what happens in the next game? Well, uh, just like you, you and I both know, be aware of this. You can't help who on the field with you. And you've got to execute one way or another. And I know in the past couple of weeks the Falcons haven't done it and they played against some really good opponents who had, you know, they pulled cast of characters and it hasn't worked out. But in this ball game, Usually the Falcons needed a big-time performance against an opponent who coming off a three-game win streak. Yes, they, they lost a couple of their key players, but at the end of the day, this was still a defense that played really well versus offense, and the offense played really well uh, versus defense. I thought he did a good job of the execution part of uh, the game plan as far as we saw last couple of weeks there were some drop balls, there were some, some dumb penalties. In this ballgame, they had zero pre-snap penalties. They had a bunch of those in the last previous games. They had none of the the, the, the stupid pass interferences or any of the uh, flagrant foul type of stuff go on throughout the a play that negated certain big plays by their defense. This was, I thought, was a, a true uh, execution part of it. And, and, and in the red zone, they were three or four in the red zone where they had struggled for a long time, seven or 13 um, in, in third down conversions, over 50%. That is what they've been striving for. And regardless of who they had on the other side, they still had to execute. They still had to go out and be the type of team that they need to be, and I thought they did that. Chatting with DJ Shockley, the former Falcons quarterback here on the NFL on TuneIn. DJ, uh, DJ said you got a good look at Dallas yesterday. Do you think they're going to stay in the wild card conversation? Five more games coming out without Ezekiel Elliott and looking at the Sunday. They have to take on the best team in all of football and the Eagles on Sunday night. Yeah, it's going to be tough because they're right there. Uh, at that wild card spot, exactly where Atlanta is, right in that range. And there's like four or five teams right there who are in similar spots with the way the season's going. I don't see how they can maintain or how they can stay in this race 
with what I saw yesterday. And putting everything on Dak Prescott's back, he's a good player, no doubt, but I don't think he is ready for that just yet. He needs that run game. He needs some semblance of a run game to help him maybe throw that football down the field. Uh, there was not much of a, a dead sighting. Jason Witten had a couple catches here and there, but they weren't anything that uh, to call home to. This was an offense that really, truly struggled down the stretch. And, Corday, you mentioned that. Having Sean Lee, that's a big deal. And they, they did a stat during the game about with him on the field and with him out, and it's just amazing the amount of numbers that's put up on that defense, how many points are scored when he's not on the field. And he's kind of equivalent to, like everybody talks about, the Luke Kuechly type of player because he's all over the field. But I don't think this is a team right now with their schedule that's coming up that's going to stay right there in that playoff hunt, especially with not having Ezekiel the next four or five games. That's going to take a big toll on this team. You mentioned Luke Keekley as, as a chance that he may end up for sure playing in this game tonight. But um, with saying that, um, I want to go out to New York. Talk about Ben McAdoo and his statement in talking about you motivate yourself because you get a check. Have you ever been told that in the life of playing football? Let's go back to Little League. We can go back to middle school. We can go back to high school, (laughs) college, in a time in which you did end up getting some money. Have you ever had a coach tell you, look you in the face or say in any presser, guys need to motivate themselves for whatever reason they need to motivate themselves. Have you ever heard that before? Absolutely not. I I, I mean, I've I've heard for the longest you play this game because you love it. You love this game. You're passionate about it. And when you're more concerned about the money, you're more concerned about the check you're getting, then it's going to be a whole different story. You're worried about other things happening in a ball game. But when you care about it, when you're passionate about it, when you give your all about it, I've seen guys literally break down in tears because they love the game and it hurts to lose a ball game. And it has nothing to do with because I'm making $10 million. It's all about because I love the game, I love playing with the guys that are next to me, and I don't want to let those guys down. Well, the statement of you play because, you know, you're getting that check, that's ridiculous. And that's probably why you're in the position you're in now. You're going to continue to do that. And I'm sure that is not something that a lot of those guys on that team play for or it's a reason why they go out there. So I, I, I just thought that statement was way out of left field and foul. Wing and a miss, and we're going to use a bunch of baseball analogies, too, because Cordell's Mr. Baseball on the show. Hey, pitchers and catchers report in February, and you can hear it on TuneIn Premium. DJ Shockley, the former Falcons quarterback, is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. DJ, you follow the NFC very closely. Which seven-team victory tally club do you believe in the most? The Rams, the Vikings, or the Saints? I'll give you L.A., I'll give you New Orleans, I'll give you Minnesota. Which team are you buying the most there? You know, I think it may be a, a tie between the Rams and the Saints. I mean, having we talked about it last week with how, how well golf's playing, the confidence he's playing with, put up had another good game, twenty five and thirty seven, three fifty five, three tubs. I mean, that's that's putting up big time numbers. Uh, I know you're playing against the Houston, who has struggled a little bit defensively uh, with some of their key parts out, but also New Orleans, man. They they went into Buffalo, who you thought would probably be a closer game or a tougher game, and would give you know, the Saints something to really worry about because the defense is actually pretty good. Tyrod's played pretty well. You're playing in Buffalo. The weather's not always great. And they put a whooping on Buffalo. This may be one of the more legit teams this season that everybody was really passing by and Drew Brees still playing at a high level. But both those teams, the Rams and the Saints, uh, I guess if to answer the question there, 
uh, I think it would be the Saints simply because of what they're doing week in and week out and this win streak and how well the defense is playing. And whenever Drew Brees has a defense behind him, last time I heard that, they were playing in the Super Bowl. So uh, they got a great thing going right now, and uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Tell me about the Minnesota Vikings. I like my guy, Case Keenum. Now, I've been talking about Case Keenum over the last couple of years, going back to when they were in St. Louis, to even how he was playing in the short time that he did have a chance to play last year in L.A. Uh, now he goes to a better team. And then look at the L.A. Rams. They're even the better team because they have new coaches. How much you're buying Case Keenum as the starting quarterback with the momentum they have on this football team, the chemistry they have with one another, continuing to play because of a good win that he got yesterday and a few others that he's gotten throughout this season? Porter, you know what, man? I really believe when you get a second chance to start, a second chance to kind of revive your career, you kind of make the most of it and you try to, you know, play a little bit above your, your, your standards sometimes. I know, Porter, you've never been through that. You've always been a starter. So a guy like me, when you have a chance <laughs> What are you talking be, about here? I'm just saying, man. You, but you I, can, I, can identify it. I can identify it. I'm with you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's your moment. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> be what? Be what? He can't identify. So oh, I, yeah. I Hollywood the, Stewart I, is what we call I, him on I'm this show. I'm far from the backup standpoint. As a guy who's been in that position, you kind of revive your career off, you know, how you're playing. And this guy has simply done that. I mean, he's played lights out for the past few weeks. And every time I look up, this Adam Thielen guy is just crushing it. He's killing it. He's all over the place. He's making plays for him. And obviously, the Minnesota Vikings are on a high. At first, I was wondering, how can Minnesota continually get this good QB play with having two, three guys been out, Raffles been in and out, now you got – Case and they're throwing around ball and the Minnesota Vikings are going to be something to deal with here down the road, especially with how they're playing and defensively. We've known for years they get after people. Although the Vikings started last year five and zero and imploded, did not make the playoffs. As you know, DJ, you're a starter. Hey, now you're an all star. Whatever the <laughs> hell that song goes. Always great to have you on the program, DJ. You're number one in our book here on the NFL on TuneIn. I appreciate it, fellas. Yeah, uh, I know you got my man Charles Davis coming on later. Make sure you guys tell him I said hello. He's killing it right now, but that's my guy. He's a good mentor for me right now as I step into the the broadcast world for sure. So we, I'm loving it. We can all guys, learn a lot man, from Charles, everybody. especially the way he dresses. Did you see how Natalie Attire was on Fox in our nation's capital yesterday? Hey, the, the guy is always top tier when you're talking about style and class. So he looks apart. <laughs> Styling and profiling. Thank you, DJ. We'll chat with you next Monday. <laughs> all right, fellas. Appreciate it. Y'all be good. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.